today. It would probably be good to know if we're alone or not, just for the sake of knowing what's on the line if we go extinct. So let's start there. As it turns out, you should know an alien by now. So should I. By this point in human history, everyone you and I know should know an alien. We should know them from work, from your kid's school. They should be our neighbors. Earth should be a melting pot of not just human cultures, but extraterrestrial ones too. At the very least, we should be certain by now that there are aliens out there. Just as sure as we know that there are people living in France and Denmark, we should know that there are aliens on Proxima Centauri B or TRAPPIST-1F. And yet, we don't. And you and I don't know any aliens. Which is actually very, very weird. The reason why it's weird is that the universe we live in is extremely old. It's nearly 13 and a half billion years old. And our galaxy, the Milky Way, is extremely vast. From the perspective of us humans, it takes a beam of light 100,000 years to cross it. Within our very old and very immense galaxy, there are a lot of stars, between 200 to 300 billion of them. 300,000 million stars. Working from the premise that our own star's light and heat helped raise life here on Earth, one would think that somewhere among those 300,000 million stars out there, the same thing would have happened, and happened again, and again. By all rights, even with just a slight fraction of those stars growing life on a planet in orbit around it, our galaxy should be teeming with life, like mold on a slice of bread. There's certainly been plenty of time for it to happen. Here on Earth, life arose within the last three and a half billion years and managed to evolve from little strands of proteins into us, sentient human beings who've come to wonder if the same thing has happened elsewhere too. Since the galaxy is nearly four times older than the time it took for intelligent life to emerge here on Earth, it's had ample time to emerge elsewhere in our galaxy too. So what we've got is something of a mystery on our hands. The universe is by far old enough and definitely large enough to have produced intelligent life over and over and over again. And yet, we have not one iota of evidence that we are anything but utterly alone in the Milky Way. It's become increasingly clear that when we look out at the night sky, there is nothing looking back at us. This is the basis of what's come to be called the Fermi Paradox. And it begins, like so many great strange things, over lunch. In the summer of 1950, four physicists ambled over to the Fuller Lodge, an old two-story boarding house made of hewn logs with a big hulking stacked stone fireplace that you could practically stand up in. The Fuller Lodge had been converted into a mess hall for the people working on the Manhattan Project at Los Alamos, New Mexico. Taking a break from refining the most destructive weapon the world has ever known into an even more destructive one, these four physicists got into chatting about the UFO fever that had recently gripped America. They dismissed the idea that reports of UFOs were in fact alien in origin, but they didn't dismiss the idea that it was possible life could exist elsewhere in the universe. It was likely that it did, they concluded. After the group had already moved on to other topics, one of them, Enrico Fermi, abruptly returned the conversation back to aliens. Where is everybody, he asked, or perhaps, 
But have you ever wondered where everybody is? The precise words were lost over time, but Fermi's three lunch companions all recalled that they knew just what he meant, and they grasped the implications as well. There should be life all over our galaxy, 